0: What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. I am your host Rob Fox. I am joined as always by Dan Holloway. We're talking Atlanta Braves baseball today. We do this once a week here on the Drinking Bros Sports Podcast Network and on uh, Drinking Bros Sports YouTube. Dan, I'm feeling good today. Well, anytime
1: we're playing the Mets, it's always fun. And just clowning. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I got to tell you, this is like it's so shitty of me, and it's petty and fucking gay, like just like bitchy, but I really enjoy reading Mets Reddit. Like, oh, yeah.
1: They're, uh, I mean, it's like, it's like listening to Notre Dame fans before college football season starts <laughs> almost, but I feel like the Mets carry their delusion way farther into the actual season. Oh, than most other sports franchises or even college teams.
0: It's gone if it was there. Mm-hmm. It was there, but it is fucking gone. They are I don't think I've ever seen a fan base in any sport like hate itself so much <clears throat> than the the than the Mets fans do right now. Yeah. They, <laughs> they like if if Daniel Vogelbach uh read what they were, say about him in Mets Reddit, he would kill himself.
1: He had uh, – so usually when you have – you had a ground ball on in the infield and the exit velo was like 50 miles per hour, mm-hmm. typically you don't get doubled up. Yeah. But it wasn't – like they got him by a step and a half. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, it was really bad. And that was a critical moment of the game too. It's like I, some dudes are slow. You know, Matt Olson's slow. But he would have made that a close play. Vogelbach just doesn't have the ability. I think he's worried that if he gets going too fast, he won't be able to stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the juggernaut, bitch, and he just fucking yeah. runs through the stadium and kills seven people. Yeah,
0: I, um, that's a fair concern. Like only yeah. somehow the freeze has to stop him with his speed, yeah. using the speed force or whatever. But man, so we'll start with the Mets. we will circle back to the, what I have at the top. They are
1: they're down real fucking bad right now. Now to be fair. It's only going to get worse, depending on what happens with uh, Alonzo. Uh, he his X-rays were negative. Okay, good. I don't uh, like people getting hurt.
0: No, no, and you know, thankfully that was like so obviously not intentional. Oh yeah. Because yeah. remember the day before mm. he had said that shit to Elder,
1: throw it again. Yeah, Which yeah. I, by the way,
0: like fuck him, but also I yeah. don't mind it.
1: No, I didn't mind, and even like like so, I say
0: fuck him just from hey I'm a Braves fan, fuck you. Right. Yeah. But I, mean, I do in general for the sport, that's great. I yeah, love that yeah. shit.
1: Yeah. He. Um, so I think it was was it Carly? What's her name? Kaylee? Whatever her name is. Hartung. Crawl. Kaylee. Oh, Kaylee. Crawl. Kay- yeah, yeah. yeah. She. I think she asked him after the game what he thought about it, and he goes, "I don't know if I hit one off the fucking mezzanine out there, I'd probably be hollering too." Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, he hit the shit out of the ball. So what are you gonna say? I absolutely crushed it. Um, yeah. But that's that was the lone that's been the lone bright spot for them lately. I mean, well,
0: they were up. So they're down. We're recording this after two of the three games. Tonight mm-hmm. we have Strider versus Verlander, which could be awesome. Could,
1: yeah, It should be a great game if, if if Verlander holds up his side. Now the Braves headers, surprisingly, most of them haven't seen him that much, except for a couple of guys who played in the American League. Um, yeah, like, Acuna has never faced him in the regular season before. Who hasn't? Acuna, ever. Not in the regular season anyways. Has he faced him? When, when would he have faced him? Um, maybe when the Braves played the Astros in the world. No, he was out that year. He was Yeah, and yeah. so was Verlander. They both were. Yeah, hurt. so so no, I don't think he's ever faced him. No. There's, a, there's a couple of guys in the Braves lineup that have never faced him before.
0: Uh, yeah, I imagine Olsen and Murphy have quite a bit uh, being in the same division as him for a few years. Yeah, let me look. But it, otherwise, cause... you would think it's almost nobody, really. Um,
1: Olsen's faced him a couple times. Rosario, when he was in Cleveland. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but uh, Murphy's not in the starting lineup today, so he's not. Okay, so we have Darno. Yeah, Darno, uh, Azuna. So Azuna, Arcia have faced him two and three times respectively, and then Darno's faced him six times, but that's it for the rest of the lineup. Um, Acuna, Riley, Albies, Harris have never faced him.
0: Makes sense. It'll be. Good. I'm excited for this pitching matchup. should be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to have to watch it um, on mute, basically, unfortunately, because we'll be doing softcore stuff uh, tonight, which sucks because tonight's booth is awesome.
1: Oh yeah, it's the four, four horsemen, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. A, it's it's Francoeur, Smoltz, Glavin, and who else? Uh, Francoeur, Smoltz, oh Chipper. Chipper Jones, yeah, that's right. Yep, yeah. yeah. I couldn't remember he was the last one, or if it was somebody else. Uh, yeah, that's they did. Are they're doing some like golf charity bullshit? I know Austin Riley did his on Monday, I think. Okay. And then they're doing something this week with golf, but yeah, that'll be a cool broadcast. Um, but the back to the Mets, they're fucked, man. I mean. Francisco Lindor had a decent year last year.
0: I I just want to say on on Lindor, I don't know if it was on when we were doing the baseball show before Mm -hmm. we switched to a Brave show, or if I was just saying this to friends and on my Twitter before we did a baseball show or whatever. I hated that signing from Mm -hmm. the second it happened.
1: And they almost doubled down and signed uh, uh, Brokey McBrokelegs, too. Yeah, fucking Correa. It's like, come on, man.
0: Lindor, if you look at his stats... You know, you'll love I think he had like a thirty homer season and you love the wins above replacement. He had three in a row. Okay. And you, and he's got the wins above replacement. Yeah. Most of that wins above replacement is from defense. And his WRC plus was always under one twenty. Mm. Like this dude is not a what three hundred million dollar guy, whatever the fuck he is.
1: No, and he's right now in in the middle of a contract and what should be the prime of his career is having the worst season of his career. He
0: can't hit. Mm. And he's never been a great hitter. And now it's just, I mean, he's hes, he's almost comparable to like, he, he is more comparable to Ozzy Albies than he is to like prime Correa before mm-hmm. Correa died, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'll give you some good numbers, but we talked about Albies a week or two ago where it's just like, yeah, they're, the, the, the
1: analytics don't really love him. He's currently like in the high 50s, low 60s ranking wise for wins above replacement. Um, and that's not what you expect for – what is he, like the 10th highest played player in the league or some shit? Yeah, and he's, and he's, he's uh,
0: arguably – I guess they have four quote-unquote superstars on the team between Alonzo, him, and then the two pitchers, Verlander and, mm. and uh, Scherzer. You could count Edwin Diaz if he wasn't hurt, um, but you can't really have a closer – be that central to your team. Um, but, I mean, he's arguably you know their second or third most important player on the team. Uh, certainly paid like he's the third. Th- I think Verlander and, and Scherzer make more per year, Uh but he might have the biggest just dollar amount contract mm-hmm. on the team uh, as far as I know. Uh, Alonso's the better hitter, and look, if you're not going to be as good of a hitter as Pete Alonso, who could blame you? Like, that's not really.
1: Yeah, he's having another great year.
0: Yeah, that's not. That is what it is. But, like, I mean, he's Lindor is, like, the second worst hitter in the lineup right now, I mm-hmm. think. It's fucking terrible. Defense, still good defense is still there. He got to he didn't he didn't make the play cuz he couldn't make the play, but he got to a ball last night uh at short that kept a run from scoring, but he didn't stop the hit or whatever that I was like god damn, I can't mm.
1: believe he he's he's good out there, yeah. Um but you know, defense only goes so far if you're giving up bombs. I mean, their their team ERA is 4.58. There's only um, two
0: places where I would pay for glove first and that is center field Mm. and catcher
1: yeah shortstop these days just i mean look you want a great field that's why i'm bond grissom is not in the major leagues to be honest um but you can't have a guy that's only a defender at that position anymore that's that that part of baseball is over no
0: and i mean god i guess maybe you could do it if it's literally ozzy smith reborn or like prime andrelton simmons you know, maybe maybe, but even then like you need a you need a bat there catcher, you get so much value out of you know framing mm. and shit like that that it's fine, it's fine, you can live with that center fielder again, and we'll talk about center field a little bit uh the defense is super important there
1: yeah, they rank um they're tied for the fourth worst in home runs allowed,
0: and they play in a f- i mean they brought in the fences, but they play in a fucking. Big ballpark.
1: Yeah, and then they, let's see, they're in the bottom. They're they're eighth worst in the league in walks as well. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do both of those things. No. You can't, you can't walk a lot of people and give up a lot of home runs because it just, I mean, there's there's no defense for either one of those. You know what I mean? So it doesn't right. matter how good your goddamn defense is. Right. The
0: same way you can't, uh, there's no way to really get on base if you're striking out, mm-hmm. barring, I guess, a dropped third strike that, you, you know, it's yeah it's the same way for for that you can't there's nothing t- you can do to prevent it and it's uh, the, and that's what really was supposed to be their strength right like they their the lineup it was just always just okay it yeah. was the fact that they had those two killers at the top mm-hmm. in Verlander and Scherzer and then unfortunately for them their best closer in baseball arguably got hurt and Diaz but they had supposed to have a good bullpen too It's it, everything's just falling apart right now yeah they have a ninth
1: worst era in baseball the middle guys are the middle guy like the mid guys on their team the role players are still doing pretty well like brandon nemo jeff McNeil. they're just having standard seasons for those two guys yeah um and you know they're contact hitters so it's not going to vary that much year to year typically for guys like that um but you know i I, whatever you want to say about um keeping Lindor in the three-hole this whole time, despite the fact that he's his on-base percentage is 290. He's hitting 216. He's slugging 419. I mean, in the three-hole with guys, two guys with a 356 and 374 on-base percentage in front of you, and you still aren't scoring runs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and it's really just left up to Pete Alonso. And, look, he's going to hit you a bunch of home runs and drive in a bunch of runs, but he's going to hit 220, 230. You know what I mean? So somebody's got to pick up the slack, and there's just nobody in this lineup that's capable of doing it.
0: Well, and the crazy thing too is, is you and you see Mets fans talk about it all the time is like we're the type of team we outside of Alonso we don't hit a lot of home runs. Mm-hmm. We have to string together hits, right? So if the two guys at one and two are doing their jobs, and you know as a team you have to like keep just keep getting hits, right? Keep getting base hits and walks. You got to bury Lindor. Yeah, you can't. You can't just be like, what's that meme where you're just like poking the the stick figures, like poking someone with the sticks, like doing something. You can't just do that to a guy because you're paying him hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Like you got to win and just figure it the fuck out from there. It's you know, and maybe he'll figure it out, but like you can't. It's like we were going insane about that with Ozuna, right? It's like I don't care that he's he's making sixty million dollars. Like he's not fucking doing anything. Yeah. You you got at some point you got to eat it and just move on. And it's the only bright side for the Mets is that they're two and a half games out of the wild card and the national league kind of sucks. Like, is there anyone other than maybe the Dodgers that you're like, sure.
1: Um, I I think the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are definitely going to be playoff teams. That, that, that much is pretty much written. The question is going to be whether um, two NL East teams make it in. Whether it's Marlins, Mets, Marlins, Philly. I think the Marlins are going to be pretty secure in there, especially after they brought this new young pitcher up. They're looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it, it. I don't know if it's going to be you know one NL East team as a wild card and one NL West team, or if it's going to be two of either. Um, it doesn't look like a central team um other than Pittsburgh is going to make it in right I now I just don't see them like the Reds are on a bit of a hot streak right now even though they lost yesterday but they've got some young players up so they may get a boost for a couple of weeks but that isn't usually the kind of stuff that lasts for the rest of the season and the like the Cubs and Cardinals neither of them look particularly good either so the Cardinals really was,
0: have the worst record in the National League
1: yeah so we're looking at like maybe um and the Padres, by the way, are, are have just haven't been able to put it together for whatever reason. Although they're having a not the worst season. You know, they're doing okay. It's just yeah, uh, you know, that's not good enough.
0: Not with so, that payroll, not with that lineup. yeah, I, yeah if we if we were in <laughs> and, and if we were an NLS team, I would be mm-hmm. talking about the Padres quite a bit. The Padres yeah. are Mets West right now, really. Yeah. Um But yeah, like the National League, they're just looking at the field right now. You know, there's still the trade deadline and all this shit, but, like, the only team that has as much talent across the board as the Braves is probably the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Everyone else is deeply flawed, not to say that they couldn't win. The Braves won their World Series with their most flawed team, arguably. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, just in terms of, like, roster construction right now, like, I don't give a fuck about the Brewers. The Pirates are full of shit. Uh I think the Dimebacks are for real after I, watching that series. Yeah, you know,
1: they're for real, but it's like of all the teams with uh you know records over 550, they the, they have the slimmest margin mm-hmm. for error. They're only 28 plus on the run differential after uh 60 games. That's not great to be honest. They're they're winning a lot of close games, which is good. But it's almost like Babip or you know like FIP yep. and stuff like that. When I look at numbers like that, I'm like, all right, something's going on here. Get a little lucky. Yeah, you're not going to last. Like the bullpen just isn't going to last forever. They have a couple of good pieces. Chaffin's good. Um, they got one other good arm out in that bullpen. That's that's pretty pretty uh, uh, standard. But there's but, not
0: there's not much depth to the rotation. No. I, I think Gall- they have the I think they have the Cy Young front runner right now. And, and yeah, unless
1: Gall- he, I mean yeah, unless something goes completely off the rails, he'll probably win.
0: Um, but their run differential, yeah, it's only plus 28, 28. You know what's funny looking at these standings by the way the the only team in the NL Central with a positive run differential is the fucking Cardinals, and they it's plus one.
1: And they're the worst team. Well. Uh, they actually the second Nats, worst team. Yeah. yeah,
0: the Nats passed them. The Braves, by the way, are the only team in the NL East that has a positive run differential, mm-hmm. which is plus sixty seven, and that's the best one in in the National League. Whereas the American League, uh, they've got a couple real good run differentials. Uh, yeah,
1: well, the Rangers and the Rays are just lighting it up. Yep. Um, but I don't, I don't think the, um, I to be honest, the Rangers are probably kind of a paper tiger that are beating up on some weak teams um, and scoring a fuckload of runs. But the the rotation, especially in the, DeGrom's out for the rest of the year. He's yep. going to get TJ. So um, they'll probably start a slide here pretty soon. But that's, a, I mean, they've they've got a well-constructed roster. I think it was a huge mistake to sign DeGrom. And we we talked about it in the offseason. Like, yeah. oh, it'd be neat if the Braves had him, but he's only going to pitch like seven games, so what's the fucking point? And here right. we are, right?
0: And it's, yeah, I think the Rangers are what, I would call a really fantastic regular season team mm-hmm. um, because their lineup is so relentless that it's just you know you have to you're going to have to score four and a half, five runs a game to beat them. But the rotation and uh, the bullpen, their mm-hmm. closer right now is our old friend, yeah, uh, Will Smith. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about him in the uh, playoffs. Hey, look, he's having a great year. 286 ERA. 11 saves, uh, .86 whip, which is the most unWill Smith-like thing I've ever seen. Yeah, no shit. Um, but, yeah, their rotation, Eovaldi, John Gray, Martin Perrett, Dane Dunning.
1: Uh, Eovaldi and John Gray are both having career years right now. And that's we, – we all knew that they were going to have a great offense. Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, uh, Adoles Simeon is- Garcia, Tavares in center, Mitch Garber is even having a good year. Um, yeah, we, like everybody knew they were going to have a great offense. Um, but this Eovaldi and Gray, maybe they have the best years of their career, but it's like, you know, that is a good regular season team. I don't think you can win a World Series with two top starters unless you've got like a super deep bullpen these days.
0: Yeah, I mean, even but when, you never know. You even never when know. the Royals won the World Series, like they had Cueto, mm-hmm. and I forget, that someone else. uh Had Jordano Ventura died yet when um, they won the World Series? No,
1: he died in like 17. Didn't okay. He?
0: Um, they had a couple good starters. The the Royals did, um,
1: but yeah, yeah, uh, he died in seventeen. Okay,
0: but uh, yeah, I it's the for me. I'm I just look at the Mets right now, and I'm like, do you just sell?
1: And then uh, they could do a quick rebuild. What right? what pieces do you sell from that team? Yeah, I don't know because nobody's taking that Lindor contract. You just got to eat that one. Got to eat shit on Lindor. I don't, uh, I don't know what McNe- Mc, like their biggest. When I when I look at there, unless you need a fucking really good defensive outfielder and a guy that makes a lot of contact with Nemo, um, but Marte's been hurt a lot the last couple of years and he's had uh, uh, you know he's not having a great year. Great def, def yeah great defensive guy. So if you need, but are you gonna really make a trade like that and platoon him? Um, I don't know.
0: It's just interesting because like they're pretty old. Mm-hmm. Marte's thirty four. Uh, Lindor is, I guess, only 29, um, Alonzo's 28, but then you got, like, obviously Scherzer and, and fucking yeah. Verlander are old as shit, Nimmo's 30, McNeil's 31, uh, Kana's 34. Nimmo no,
1: just signed a, what, five-year contract extension, too, so it seems unlikely they're gonna I guess they part just, ways with him.
0: they're, they're probably just gonna have to eat shit on this year, keep that roster as construct- This is what I would do, actually, is I would eat shit on this year, Whatever happens, happens. Maybe you need to fire your front office and uh, bring in new people and just supplement the roster the way it's supposed to be. I mean, I might
1: if I were them, the only person I would really be looking at trading is probably Starling Marte. I think he's probably got the most value because uh, he just crushes left-handed pitching. Yeah, He's hitting like 100 points higher, has 100-point higher OPS against left-handed pitching. And again, he is a great defensive right fielder. I mean, he's like top 10 in, in Major League Baseball for sure. Uh, for defensive outfielders in general so he m- maybe him i don't know yeah with the age that's he's not gonna a bad be 35 move. next year i don't know like do you drag him into a fucking soft rebuild that doesn't make a lot of sense if you can get some value for him because there's no they have to they're going to start realizing here pretty soon within the next month or so that they have no chance of winning this division no or even making the playoffs probably no it's a right now it's a horribly constructed roster mm-hmm. specifically in the in the
0: lineup there's just nothing there um, and they're not going to be able to get like get rid of a guy like Vogelback.
1: They're going to have to DFA him or some shit. Like it's probably yeah. He's I mean he, he he's been cut before. It wouldn't be surprising to see him get cut again.
0: Um, speaking of teams that I guess were fucked, um, the Braves had to have another meeting in the desert, almost a year to the day after their famous meeting last year when they dropped two of three to the. Uh, then awful they're not bad this year but they're really bad last year uh diamondbacks uh the, which had them falling 10 games behind the 2022 mm-hmm. mets um famously they had that meeting and then the braves went on something like a 14 or game winning streak or something like that yep. um got themselves like four back of the mets we you know, all know the history mm-hmm. from there whatever uh but they had another meeting in the desert after Basically, just like a pretty mid-two weeks where they weren't really playing up to snuff. I mean, we both kind of were watching, like, and it was kind of obnoxious, just like the way they were. Yeah. It wasn't anything as bad as the start to last year,
1: but it was just middling. It seemed like a lack of focus. Yeah. And uh, Interestingly enough, I, I wouldn't expect it from Austin Riley, but more than anybody else, he's the one that's turned it around. So I don't know if it's just that—that that could be a coincidence because he is historically a bit of a slow starter. But um, a lot of it, I think, still centers around Ozuna. I think he's a cancer. He's lazy and fucking stupid, and uh, you know it. It has to—I don't—I don't know about Ronnie, but it definitely has to grind on Ozzy because yeah. he just doesn't. I mean, you, you've seen him yell at Ozuna a number of times over the last year or two about doing stupid bullshit. So. Um, the base running in
0: particular. Ozuna had a terrible out actually, I think, against was that against Arizona?
1: I don't remember, but he got benched. Yeah. He got, he got pulled from a game for not hustling. It's horrifying. Um like you you're you're making fucking, you know, what, thirteen mil a year or something, whatever the fuck you're yeah. making it's thirteen mil a year, you're not hustling down the first baseline. Or you just paying attention yeah. on the base I
0: mean, you're making shit that like you would yell. You don't mean mean about it necessarily, mm. but you would yell at like a seventh grader who yeah. made that base running mistake. You you'd be like, Brendan,
1: Braxton, what the fuck are you doing? Come R- on, man, Riley. Yeah, pay attention. Um. Yeah. It's he's. I hate him. Every time he comes to bat, uh, I just get mad. Yeah. Every time I see his stupid fucking face, I want him gone.
0: It's not. It's not good. Yeah, I really begrudgingly. I don't even root for him, but I begrudgingly, I suppose, root for him to succeed when I am forced to root for him to succeed. Uh he's brought his WRC plus up to one ten. It was floating mm. in the eighties. Yeah. So he's I not- guess
1: uh yeah, he's he's definitely had some improvement, but it's still his approach to the plate still looks like it's just random. Like I, right? think, yeah. I I think he's just having success now, but I don't think he's changed anything.
0: No, it doesn't ever look like that person has a mm-hmm. plan. Like it, it doesn't look like he knows what's happening. Like he's just like I I strong. I, yeah. I swing.
1: He's like Pedro Serrano. Fuck you, Jobu. I'll do it myself. <laughs> um yeah, he's a he's a clown. The other guy that's kind of I I it's not just Riley who's turned it around a little bit. Um uh AJ Mennor has also sharpened up quite a bit. Yep. He looked great last night. He's had, let's see, five consecutive appearances now without giving up a run and only I think one base runner in those five appearances as well um definitely was that last night too no it was a walk um on tuesday okay but nothing last night um yeah so he's turned it around and he's a big piece for them too that he's the he gives uh riso iglesias a little bit of breathing room and a day off from time to time yes which is nice well um, and
0: then once big the games start getting really big yeah. um you know we we i i guess eventually you know he he's part of a he's part of a the group that would make it a seven inning game or six inning game yeah or- Nick
1: Anderson's kind of stepped up as that other guy as well he's had what four consecutive appearances without giving up a run mm-hmm. or allowing uh uh allowing an inherited runners uh to score so yeah he's looking pretty good too we'll see man i mean there's yeah. a there's there's some chance still that once the playoffs start um uh uh one of our starters gets pushed into the bullpen. We'll see how it goes between now and then.
0: Yeah, depending on health. Um, mm-hmm. I, and uh, another person who has at least had a hell of a series. I don't know if I want to go so far as stepped it up yet. Uh, Eddie Rosario mm-hmm. had an incredible series against the Diamondbacks. Obviously, that uh, game-winning go-ahead grand slam in the top of the ninth that he absolutely crushed. Uh, yeah, he hit that ball hard. He had two home runs, I think, in the loss, though. Didn't it was it was it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it was in the loss to Arizona in Game One. Um, but even and then uh, in Game One against the Mets, he was one for four. Um, game two against Arizona, he was two for four with uh, an RBI. So he had seven RBI in the three game series against Arizona. Um, yeah, here I mean I, I you know hope that he's turning it around. He is still underwater on um wrc plus and his on base percentage is still yeah you know uh
1: what a double a guy could pull a 276 but and harris has has started to swing the bat a little bit better as well um did last night did certainly last night he's looked good in some recent at bats um i still think his approach is a little fucked up but you know he's he's young he doesn't even technically have a full season worth of games under his belt, I think. Yeah, he's at, like, 153 total for his career so far. Yeah. Um, so, you know, growing pains there. The good news is that the fucking defense is, is still there for everybody, actually. that Like, there's there are no poor defenders on the Braves. Um, nope. Interestingly enough.
0: Nope. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But real quick... Uh, we are sponsored, of course, by MyBookie. Uh, go to MyBookie.com. Use the promo code Drinkin'Bros to double your first deposit up to $1,000. Uh, so basically what that means is you put 500 in, they'll give you a free 500 You put 1000 in, they'll give you a free 1000 You put 20 in, they'll give you a free 20 Whatever. It's however much or little you want to double up at MyBookie.com. And as always, we like to bet on baseball. I was texting you the other day because I thought my parlay was hitting and all I needed was the Braves to come back. I hadn't realized that the Dodgers blew mm. a two run lead in the ninth to the fucking Reds. Yeah. Costing me $1,000. I mean, it was a $50 parlay, but yeah. it cost me a grand. Unfucking believable. I was just the, uh, what's that guy's name? The new guy?
1: Um, Ellie Ellie something or other yeah Ellie, he it, had a fucking 458 foot bomb. That was I mean, so that was the that day ball. after. <laughs> yeah. But
0: he came up that day where they had the big comeback. It was just all this mm. fucking Ellie magic. And I remember when I was putting in that bet, part of me was like, "Oh man, I could see the Reds winning this game just as a like, you know, little fucking morale like morale like fan boost. There's magic in the air cuz they're like generational talents mm-hmm. coming up. But then logical side of me was like, "Shut up, they're the Reds."
1: Yeah, well you fucking played yourself.
0: Apparently, sure. yeah. Uh did you see that his I saw some stat today that his uh home run went so high in the air that it showed up on Cincinnati's airport radar. <laughs> oh
1: really? Yeah. Uh you are you sure about that or are they just saying that shit? No,
0: no, no, it was from it was not from the Reds. It mm-hmm. was from a independent account uh that does it was baseballer on Instagram or whatever. That's pretty yeah. funny. I mean it had
1: a great call. The guy just yelled uh, that baseball had a family after he hit it. So, Well, Reds
0: announcers are known for their great calls.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that's mybookie.com. Use the promo code Drinkin' Bros to double your first spot up to $1,000. Uh, back to that defense, specifically the outfield defense. I came across this on Twitter. Uh, according to SIS Baseball, since May 20th, the Braves rank first in getting outs on balls hit in the air in the outfield. Uh, they've turned 67% of the balls hit in the air, into the, in the outfield, into outs, which is uh, 8 percentage points higher than the MLB average. Harris and Acuna obviously both had those insane catches mm-hmm. last night. Acuna's in particular, uh, I mean, if that ball drops, the Braves don't win that game.
1: Uh, yeah, that's a three-run double. Yeah. It, yeah so definitely that, a game-saving play there.
0: That is, I still, I tweeted this last night, it still blows my mind that he is not positively rated defensively by metrics.
1: Yeah, I don't get it because he also gets quite a few outfield assists. Like what 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 is it it's not range factor. It can certainly be. right. I don't know what it is. I I never really looked into it that much, but I it seems like he would have a pretty good rating.
0: Yeah. And I mean defensive metrics to me, uh I mean there's quite a bit of things I guess they don't take into account. Mm. I feel like they for first base, because we always used to bitch about Freeman. I don't think they take into account or take into account very well uh, sort of bad throws saved Mm -hmm. on on the infield. You know what I mean? Scoops, essentially. Um, And I I think, you know, I I wouldn't blame them necessarily for not taking this into account, but the amount of bases not taken just because they don't even want to run on Acuna. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, you would have to... You would have to take the league average, I guess, for first to third on and base it on exit velo, maybe. Yeah. And then see how many people attempt it versus how many people don't on him. I mean, it feels like there would be a way to get that number, though. Agreed. And same
0: with, you know, uh, tag up depth, mm. right? Is he the type of thing where you have to hit a ball five feet further back to have a sack fly in right field versus your uh, sort of uh, fictional, just like. Yeah, outfielder, your uh, mm-hmm. your replacement outfielder or whatever. Um, I literally I watch him play defense, and I don't I don't understand it. Like, it, it, and then he did, makes that play last night, extremely athletic play. I thought that was going off. Uh, I thought that was going to go off higher up the brick. Yeah. Actually, I was like, "Fuck!" And then you know, I actually <laughs> almost thought he was misplaying it. I was like, "He's getting so close. Like that ball's so popped up. It's it's going to hit the brick and bounce." I think Harris was backing it up though. The one thing I will say about him is. I haven't noticed it this year, but but we talked about it last year that he not a great not great at backing up Harris in center.
1: Yeah. Um not that you necessarily need to all the time, but uh you should, certainly. He he does play um I don't know, he's this year is his first year that I uh uh since since uh the shortened season that he's had a positive defensive wind above replacement. He's at 0.3 right now. And by the way,
0: he he just got over into the positive. Yeah. He's been negative for most of the year.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Um it's it's I I don't even know what the the algorithm is for defensive war. Uh wins above replacement, yeah. yeah. Um I think defensive runs saved is a is a better metric, but I I don't even know where he ranks on that one either.
0: I I don't it's probably not that great. I even with DRSO there would be times I used to look at it for Andrews and the Simmons back mm. in the day. And like, there would be one year where he'd have like 20 or something crazy like that. And then the very next year, he'd have like five. And I'd be like, what changed?
1: I don't know. But I what I do know about that metric is that uh, for a career, Andrew Jones is like a couple of dozen ahead of anybody else, including Willie Mays yeah right so that makes sense to me mm-hmm. i guess because willie got slow when he got older a lot yeah. of i mean we, we romanticize him because he was so great when he was younger and i guess andrew did to some degree as well but um nobody played center field like andrew jones he's definitely the best de- defensive center fielder ever yeah i'd agree um, with
0: that willie may is obviously quite a bit better hitter than andrew but and more
1: consistent as a hitter as well yeah played, played longer well he had a longer peak i guess you could say. Yeah. But I mean, anyways, like yeah, I don't I don't know about Ronald's defense. I mean, it looks good to me.
0: Yeah, it looks fine. And then honestly, what's really great about all of that is so I think we have one of the one of the best defensive right fielders in baseball. It's called it top 5 mm-hmm. just whatever. I think we have the best defensive center fielder in baseball.
1: Yeah, well, it range Tracking the ball, stealing home runs on a regular basis, and then the arm. Yeah, I don't know who else would compete with him.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, you could make a case, even though he's he's also not having a good year, I guess you could make a case that you'd rather have like Julio Rodriguez. Maybe, but I, I'll take Harris. Um, and then, honestly, they're both so good that I guess trotting Eddie out in left is fine. You know what I mean? Like, he's fine. And then... If you have a lead, especially in the playoffs or late in the regular season, if you know the Marlins are still right on our heels. Mm. Seventh inning on, whatever, you're either putting Kevin Pilar or Sam Hilliard out there. Yeah. Who were both two excellent defensive center fielders, so nothing's dropping at that point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty uh that's a pretty decent problem to have, I guess. Although I still would like them to make a move and get a solid left fielder. I don't think any of these guys are a solution.
0: I Cer certainly Pilar's role at this point is uh, bench guy, right? Yeah. He'll, take a, he'll get in there on random days off when needed or whatever, and then obviously defensive replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sam Hilliard is, if anything, um, more of a pinch runner at this point. They pinch ran for him last night. They
1: haven't been using him much.
0: They haven't, and they used him as a pinch runner last night for Ooh. Ozuna, which I thought was an excellent choice. Hilliard stole third, I think, didn't he?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, he's only had 15 at bats since May, since the beginning of May. Sweet. Yeah. After hitting 296 in April.
0: And just hitting bombs. Yeah. Too. I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't he's, either. It's yeah. I I don't know. Left field's weird, but if our worst defender on the entire field is um, Eddie Rosario mm-hmm. in the least important defensive position, it'd be all right with that because you've yeah. got. You know, the infield's perfect. I have no no notes on the infield, Mm-mm. and I have no notes on two-thirds of the outfield. And then fucking, I guess he's hurt right now. We even, we even got a gold-glove pitcher in Freed.
1: Yeah, and uh, the catcher position, it doesn't matter who's in. Murphy's definitely got the better arm. Yes. Well, I don't know if he's got a better arm, but his whatever combination of arm, footwork, and release, whatever it is, yeah, yeah he's, he's fucking, he's top tier. He might be the best in the league at throwing out base runners right now.
0: It's at this point, it'd be like him a real Muto. Yeah,
1: like independent of the pitcher. I think Murphy's one of the better ones I've seen in a very long time.
0: Yeah, uh, he actually, him and Ronald, I think, are tied for third in wind replacement right now, as of today. Makes sense. And uh, Murphy done it has done it in uh, ten last games. Yeah, uh, Wander Franco is. He's oh, he's he's way ahead of everybody. Currently leading by like point two or something yeah. like that. Um, which is not a necessarily small amount. Yeah. Um, last topic. Pretty exciting. Uh, we saw him pitch the other day in Arizona, the Braves. He, he's our best pitching prospect, right? He's our number
1: four prospect, but I think he might be the number one pitcher. Uh, yeah, well, he wasn't at the beginning of the year. It was uh, – what's that kid's name? Um, I can't remember his name. But there was another guy that was ahead of him at the beginning of the year because – if you look at um if you look at his stats from the minor leagues, right, he didn't get good until this year. Schauber. Uh yeah. He got Smith Schauber got banged around a little bit. So um let's see. He came up in fuck out of here. He came up in or came into the um into the league.
0: The twenty one?
1: In in the minors? Yeah, I think it was twenty
0: there was no minors in the twenty. So. Yeah,
1: I think twenty one was his first year, but that he that was actually the year he got drafted too. So he didn't sit out much. Um, he uh, got banged around a little bit in his first season, a little bit, and and that was in rookie ball, and then in high A in twenty two. Um, I think he had like a four fifty eight ERA or some shit like that last year, or five sixty maybe. I can't remember Five eleven, K. So um, and then this year, just fucking. Started at A ball, mowed it down, double-A mowed it down, triple-A mowed it down. They're like, fuck this. I mean, he only pitched like two or three starts in each one of those levels. So he pitched
0: three starts, 14 innings in A-plus ball. Mm-hmm. That's high A ball, yeah. Zero ERA. Yep. Uh, he pitched seven innings in double-A.
1: Uh, two games, Two, two seven games, games yep. Yeah. And then three starts.
0: Zero ERA. Yeah. And then two starts, uh, 12 innings total at triple-A. And uh three E ERA. Yeah. Uh
1: and he's not getting lucky. His FIP is one four one. His whip two- is ninety four. Yeah. I mean it's thirty forty five Ks in thirty three innings. And we saw it on display Sunday against uh Arizona. He, Man, he, he came good. in and just mowed people the fuck down. Um the only reason he was taken out of that game is because it was a situational thing and they were just gonna change pitchers anyways. Um and also you want to have a positive first start. You don't want a guy to come in and dominate and then get rocked around a little bit. They gave him they wanted to give him nine batters and that's what they did, yep. basically. Um so he is
0: slated to start against the Nationals, uh, much like Soroka getting his mm-hmm. comeback against the A's. We're trying to, you know, ease AJ, I guess, in. Uh my assumption is he'll throw Friday, June ninth, because that was Soroka's mm-hmm. slot. He's the day after Strider. Uh so what, tomorrow? No. Um <laughs> or today, I guess, when this mm-hmm. is airing. What are you looking for from him? What do you expect out of Smith Chauver? He's a, And a, a, of note, um, not that it's that big of a deal because it's the Nats, but this slot, if he keeps starting, this slot is the number one starter slot for other teams.
1: Right. Well, because, I mean, it changes up depending on off days and stuff. But, yeah, for right it, now for it would be, yeah.
0: Yeah, because he because uh, Soroka just pitched against Zach Gallon mm-hmm. and then Chauver, uh Smith Shaver. God, I hate hyphenates, uh, Smith Schawer gets uh, Josiah Gray, who's a very mm. good pitcher.
1: Yeah, he is. He's he's probably their best. Um, oh, easily. I mean, it would be nicer if he was going up against Patrick Corbin or something, but because uh, we we always destroy that guy. But um, you know, the Nats have actually they're they're not winning a lot of games or anything, but the offense is not that bad. Mm-hmm. Their their problem is mostly pitching. Um, like if you look up and down their lineup, you're you're two eighty one, two seventy one, two fifty three, three oh five, two fifty five, two sixty five. This isn't like a bunch of scrubs and shit. Yeah, they're doing all right offensively so far this year. Um, they don't have any superstars or anything like that anymore. Um, after, you know, losing, I think Bell left, and
0: they traded away Scherzer and Trey Scher- Turner and
1: Turner and Anthony and,
0: Rendon obviously left via free agency. Yeah, and
1: then uh, uh, Soto is gone as well. Yeah. It's like, they've been picked clean, but this is a good lineup to get your first start against. They do strike out a lot. Um, uh, I think uh, Zach Davies struck out eight against them just last week. So, I'm I, honestly, what I expect out of this kid, he seemed to have pretty good composure. Um, we didn't really see him get in trouble or anything. He did pitch one time after a walk and, and got an out afterwards, and then they took him out, I think, but... Um, we haven't seen him get in trouble yet so it's hard to say what to really expect cuz there there will be base runners. He's not going to come out and throw a no-hitter his first game. So that's what I'm looking for is how he one how he pitches from the stretch um and if if he can pitch situationally like the, does he go does he go hunting bats to yeah. to get a double play or does he pitch up in the zone to get a pop up with with you know one out and a guy on third or something like that. How smart is the guy? Luckily, he's got two good really pitch callers behind the plate to, to work with. But I'm looking uh, – not that I want to see him get in trouble, but that's what I'm going to be paying attention to.
0: I wonder if Murphy is not in today. Um, I don't know if it's just a planned day off mm. or if they're, like, uh, ha- having him out because they want him to catch Chauver, uh, smith Shaver tomorrow. Mm. And maybe, I don't know, they're, he's working with him a little extra. So don't – Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, don't worry about
1: – you know. Strider doesn't need you, right? Yeah, he's he's all set. I mean, everybody knows what Strider's going to throw and win, and they can't hit it anyways most right. of the time. Right? Um, like Travis can handle Strider. It's yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- and and Travis is a really good pitch caller. He's a he's a good uh, game caller, and he's also really good at framing. Um,
0: you can't go wrong with either of either of those guys.
1: Yeah, but you're not. He can't hold base runners on, so I don't know if you want your best arm behind the plate thing because it's kind of wasted, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I just digging into this Smith-Shawber kid a little bit. Um, so he he never played baseball, I guess, competitively until his senior year of high school, which was two years ago. Um, <laughs> so infuriating. And then last year, or he, he, yeah, two and a half years ago. And then uh, two years ago, he, he played in, in rookie ball. A year ago, he played in low A. And then this year, he's gone through three levels to get to the major leagues, and now he's about to get his first start. Uh tomorrow or saturday it's pretty impressive
0: yeah and so he is uh i guess relatively similar repertoire not in terms of velocity but mm. in ter- he, in terms to strider in terms of just well it's what close he throws.
1: i mean he does throw in the high 90s
0: yeah but he's more he lives at like 96 yeah from what i could tell whereas strider is 97 to 100 uh although like we said he's he's kind of it seems like he's dialed it back a little bit this year
1: yeah um He's definitely not pumping in ninety nine, a hundred much. I don't see that much, uh, but I, it's probably. I, I, I'm assuming he's doing that on purpose, um, but yes, Smith schauber I saw him mostly ninety five to ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still. I mean, he's twenty years old. He turns. He doesn't turn twenty one until after the season. Right,
0: he, and he's not even. I mean, he's not a man yet. No, like he doesn't have the muscle. The no. Full body, anything yet?
1: He's six three two oh five. I mean, he's going to be six three two twenty five probably right. in two or three years. So, um, big arm, not a lot of miles on it. That's nice. So he's probably not going to have to have his first TJ until his late twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's nice. But I'm just looking at how this Braves rotation rounds out if this guy keeps. I mean, he's obviously got great stuff. It's going to be about his his makeup, his approach. Um, but I'm, you know. Looking forward to a rotation that Spencer Strider, Bryce Elder, Smith Schauber, and Max Freed, and whomever else you can throw in there because yeah. it doesn't really matter after that. Yeah. To be honest, um, that's that's the most dominant rotation in baseball by a pretty wide margin. If this kit works out, so
0: extremely cost controlled as well, with the yeah. exception of I guess Freed. If we keep Freed around, he's going to get he'll, he'll be getting his.
1: They should. I mean, look, you. I. They should let Morton go and not pay him twenty three million again and give like split that in half, give half of that money to to bump up Max's salary and keep him on as the fucking head of the rotation. That mm-hmm. that that should be the deal. I mean, otherwise what are you saving all this fucking money for?
0: Right, by by signing all these kind mm-hmm. of sweetheart deal contracts. And by the way though, people we were kind of confused about the Morton signing uh in the off season, like again, we're running that back, like that's what we want to do. Not dumb so far.
1: No, and he's a good, he's an anchor. You know, he's a guy that, that'll get, yeah, he's going to eat up five or six innings every game. He doesn't, it's very rare that he doesn't go five or six. Um, and I guess you that's a premium these days, right? Right. Um, especially while you're developing these young guys, because we still don't know what's going to happen with Soroka. Um, if he's going to be able to put it together, maybe this year. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again this year, frankly. If we um, don't see him again? If we do. Oh, I, I think we will. Yeah, I I think August or September you'll see him pop up again. Um, Schuster, I'm not so sure about, you know, but he's lefty. So he's always going to get a- another chance no matter what.
0: Yeah. I, um, I think at this point, barring injury, the only two people that are, well, I guess three is the th- th- we've got three lockdown spots, which is more Strider and Elder. Yeah. And then the other two, uh, you know, f- Freed will be back. Mm-hmm. So at some point that slot is filled and then, you yeah, got- they,
1: so he got moved to the 60 day DL, but it's procedural. Yeah, just to open up a roster spot. He's still on track to come back at the same time, which is probably uh, honestly, I I'd be shocked if they bring him back before the All-Star break. Just what's Agreed. the point, you know what I mean? Agreed. Let let him fucking rest and come back and pitch fucking, you know, 12 games down the stretch and and just be on fire, you know.
0: And honestly like Actually, I guess it'd be
1: 11 games.
0: It's not I'm not taking the Marlins for granted like they're only 3 games back mm-hmm. and it's only June. Um but I don't know if the Marlins are your closest competitor in the division, like, and you're playing well, and you know you had a meeting about, hey guys, we need to just bump up the effort a little bit, and you immediately rip off four wins in a Mm -hmm. row, like, against two, one team that has a great record and a pretty good roster, and another team that I guess should have a good roster and but not a great record. It's two team, two quality teams. You've you've won series against now in a row. I think you were all right. I think you can. Just keep the ship steady, right? Like keep keep it on cruise control. Do your job. If you do your job, things will be fine. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's not this team doesn't need to make some Herculean effort to to accomplish what it wants to accomplish in the regular season. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, My guess is we probably won't at any point address the rotation. In the trade deadline, unless some, unless we find out something about Kyle Wright maybe not being able to come back, and they don't want to rely on Shaver and can't rely on Soroka,
1: yeah. Um, honestly, I forgot Kyle Wright even existed.
0: Our, oh, you mean our twenty game winner from last yeah. year? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, not we're we're definitely in a good spot. I but I, you know, it would it it would be really nice to. Um, To figure some of this out and know who those start, what the rotation is going to look like, so they can use some of those other pieces, yeah, to to make some moves. I think it's probably a good idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, because if the rotation gets, you know, solidified, then you can be like, all right, number one thing is probably just bullpen pieces, Mm. just making sure you've got an insane bullpen.
1: I would go out and get a setup man for sure. uh, Another, I would get a right-handed setup man. You know to back up Mentor and turn the game into six innings, and I would definitely be looking for a left fielder. I don't think it's a good idea to just hope for the best with these guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you don't want – I mean, they're, DH should be okay because you can put both catchers and mm. catcher DH. But, yeah, left field, it's the type of thing where you might be getting real shallow on the bench if you've got to be using Hilliard or Pilar mm. on, on a daily basis. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Uh, that is all I've got for today. I'm looking forward to smith Shaver starting mm-hmm. – tonight uh or tonight as in when this episode airs uh but we are recording on a thursday so we'll be watching strider verlander hope that goes well for us Mm -hmm. should be a fun game um thank you for listening and uh i don't
1: know that's all i fucking got see ya